Hello, and welcome to Words, the Bee Gees podcast. My name is Cristiano, and in this series, I'll be joined by my dad, Stuart. Hello there. This is the first in what we both hope will be many episodes exploring the life, work, and music of the Brothers Gibb. We'll be exploring the Bee Gees discography and also looking at associated albums, for example, Barry Gibb and Barbara Streisand's Guilty in 1980, as well as unreleased material such as Barry's The Kid's No Good and Morris's The Loner. And we're hoping that by going through all of these albums, by chatting about every track, giving our opinions, thoughts and insights, that we'll be able to not only share our love for the prolific and amazing work of the Brothers Gibb, but also to shine a bit of light onto areas that aren't often spoken about or songs that aren't often played on the radio or discussed in general. So, Dad, you're just a a little bit older than me, but you're really the reason why we're both here talking about the Bee Gees. Would you like to go into how you first got into the Bee Gees and why you love them so much? Yeah, no problem. The first single I brought was Saved by the Bell. which was Robin Gibb, I think I was about eight, I think, eight or nine years old, and I was brought to by my parents, and I just loved it. And as well, the B-side, which was Mother and Jack. Mother and Jack, they went to see the Emperor. Both really good songs, but I'd never brought any albums, so at that, when I was that age, it was just collecting singles. So I think the single prior to that was some bubblegum song called Sugar Sugar. And after that, I think I probably bought Boom Bang A Bang, another quality song. Without revealing too much uh, ahead of episodes, just to let audiences know, what is your favourite Bee Gees album? Quickly, I would say one, close second one, would probably be Sizes and Everything. Very good choices. As for me, my interest in the Bee Gees began in my late teens. The first album that I listened to was Horizontal. I'd been aware of the Bee Gees mostly as a disco, well, for their disco material, Saturday Night Fever, Jive Talking, Nights on Broadway, Tragedy. I was familiar with all of these songs, but I was also aware that there was an earlier Bee Gees and a later Bee Gees. And so I thought in order to get into this band, which I knew that you really loved, I would explore one of their earlier albums. And then hopefully from there on, if I really liked it, I would then want to explore the rest of their discography, which I did. I absolutely loved Horizontal, which we'll discuss in a couple of episodes. And that really kick-started my love for the Bee Gees, which has resulted in us doing this now. I was very shocked and disappointed to learn when you told me shortly before recording this episode, Dad, that 
the Bee Gees haven't had a feature in the record collector magazines, the magazine series which you've been collecting for the past few decades. They've not done a feature on the Bee Gees since, was it 1987, you said? If I remember right, they did part one and part two, and I think part two was about 1987. I think that's the last, must have been promoting ESP, yeah, yeah. And what was the first Bee Gees album then that you heard fully? I didn't buy any albums, but the first one I heard was the best of the Bee Gees. I think the one with the orangey cover. Mm-hmm. There's an album just released by Noah Gallagher. Um, I think the High Flying Birds. And that's virtually identical. Obviously, they've got the Bee Gees on it. But, um, yeah, very similar. Well, he said in a few radio interviews recently that he really is a great lover of the Bee Gees, which is great to hear. Yes, I heard that. It was on, I think, Pick of the Pops, where he's charted in 1967. Yeah. And after a couple of comments, he said that... Uh, He was a big fan of theirs, which is good. Always good to hear. Well, one of the things that most excited Dad and I about doing this podcast was not only discussing and sharing all of the Bee Gees' work, and there's about 20 studio albums worth of it, but it's also the songs that just haven't been released, either haven't been released officially, or that only exist and only circulate as bootlegs, acetates, many of which we haven't even heard ourselves. I mean, I read uh, only recently that in 1970... Uh, the year that Two Years On came out, and just after the Bee Gees got back together after the split, there were around 110 songs that were written in this period. And I think only about 14 um, released officially. And yeah, the frustrating thing is that 1970, that has Two Years On. Dad, I don't know about you, but that's one of my least favourite Bee Gees Me albums. Me too. Yeah, yeah, I find it one of the weakest ones. And yet, if you look at things that people have wrote, that, yeah, there are many good tracks just... For some sort of reason or other, didn't didn't appear on the album. And even more frustrating. 2006 and 2009, we had reissues of Bee Gees First, Horizontal, Idea and uh, Odessa. But and no, they didn't come to a stop. Nothing. Yeah. There was rumours that the, the next one was going to be Cucumber Castle and a follow-on, but it just didn't happen. Which, once again, is frustrating. As we'll get to Cucumber Castle, there's so much material from that album that just hasn't had an official release. Yes. Well, we hope to be going into that and all of that material in due course. But the first episode, which will be released shortly, we will be discussing... Bee Gees first. Dad, before we go into this album, any immediate thoughts? Well, if we're going to do the Bee Gees first, which I think is a really great start. I mean, it's the first one worldwide, but there is a lot of stuff, particularly the Australian years, which hopefully we'll cover in later podcasts. So you're looking from sort of 63 right up to end of 66, 67. But yes, definitely look into the first one. Really good start. Some classics on there that hopefully you and I can um, chat about. Yeah, definitely. And we'd love to have any thoughts and feedback from listeners. Uh, you can email us at wordsbeegeespodcast at gmail.com. I'll put all the links in uh, in the bio wherever you're listening to this podcast. And so going into our first episode, Bee Gees First, we'll give you a bit of a preview of what's to come.
Fits the 